Hey gang. Hey. Welcome back. So our next guest on the podcast is Ta-da! Fiona Quill. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> She's a printmaking tutor in LSAD. She taught us to screen print. She gave us one of our first proper introductions into printmaking. She's a legend. Love her. Love her. And we love yeah. print because of her, which yes. is really lovely. Mm. Um, in this episode, Fiona dubbed us as the Love Society as mm-hmm. we covered her practice <laughs> as an artist and as an art educator. Yes, she talked about the community of print and how she's seen it evolve. We really look up to her as an artist, as a teacher, a human, everything, the whole <laughs> essence. We love her and we know you will too. It was so great to have some time carved mm. out to spend with her, discussing her and her work and her origins. Mm. Um, so we really hope you enjoy. Woo. Enjoy! <laughs> so, how are you? Hey, Fiona. I am great, and I'm more than great to be here with you two, <laughs> two of my favourite people. So I'm absolutely delighted to be doing this today, and I hope that uh, I'll be of some benefit yeah. to your podcast series. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel? today how are you feeling coming on the podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how do I feel today yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah I'm kind of intrigued actually mm. because I've never been on a podcast before but I've listened mm. to plenty of them mm. so I'm intrigued by the process mm. and I'm already impressed with you too that you know you're doing this and that you know you've, you, you've started something rolling no, which is so exciting you can't compliment just through the whole thing because, <laughs> because Fiona does this and then I'm like, I can't, I can't. I can't. <laughs> too nice, too nice. Okay, so I'll get a bit But this mean. is good because I'll remember <laughs> what you said for, like, because I remember, but then I black it out and I'm like, nah, it's too nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's that kind of uh, yeah. self-depreciation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I've got to take myself Humble down yourself. now. Humble yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, so. I've been thinking, like, since starting the podcast, because at first I was like, I'm still a student. There's not much I can, I mean, there is, I like, guess, stuff I can deliver, but, um, I feel like the podcast is more learning for me than it almost is for the listeners sometimes. And obviously we've had Marie and Quilin on that are both, you know, one still a student, one just graduated. Mm. So it'll be exciting to have the perspective of someone with old, someone old old now, (laughs) whole career. But I guess as well, it's that thing of, uh, you'll you'll always be learning. You're never going to stop learning. So that's what's exciting about everything that you're going to be doing. And uh, the best way, I think, to interview people is come with that perspective of curiosity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you have that in abundance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's... That's it's, how it's, started. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> you can be nosy for other people. Then yeah. they yeah. listen into it. So uh-huh. that's, that's epic, you know? Yeah. Epically bad. <laughs> Here comes my negativity. <laughs> okay, we'll start yeah. as we do most, yeah. most mm-hmm. episodes talking about your childhood and whether you were like a creative growing up yeah so I guess uh my childhood would have been incredibly creative and it would have been uh, massively encouraged Mm. I would have had um I suppose my childhood would have been uh not normal at all it would have been um uh yeah an interesting childhood Mm. but the one thing we did have throughout the the bumps that we met all the time along the road is that we had creativity so there was four of us 
So um, I, myself and my brother would be about two years apart. I had an older brother. And then uh, Gavin came along four years after me. And then Rowena, 12 years after mm-hmm. me. So we had this beautiful oh. window where, of four years where we were all together. Yeah. And then my older brother passed away. Mm-hmm. So that changed the dynamic usually in the shape of our family. But what we always had was uh, time together to make and create. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it was every type of creativity that we had from crafting to drawing to uh, uh, like making our own music, making our own music tapes and things like mm-hmm. that. So we have a lovely legacy from our childhood and teenage years as well. And we kind of got a little bit of a second childhood with my sister coming along so late mm-hmm. that that all kicked in again. So yeah, definitely stemmed from being able to just do whatever we wanted whenever we wanted mm-hmm. I wasn't an academic child at all mm. I uh school I hated school um and my, my one thing was on a Friday afternoon we could do art and that was the only part of school that I liked mm-hmm. but during the week I really had the option not to do my homework <laughs> so <laughs> whatever I wanted so and that was lovely but obviously it was panic attacks then when I go into the school the next day and I'm like I have this great little like doll made from my knitting (laughs) but do you have your homework Fiona no (laughs) No. so and uh, my brothers excelled in areas like maths and creativity Mm. so that was very hard to watch them Mm. be okay with like doing their homework in the morning and actually getting it done Mm. and me like just wandering into school going classroom so you don't scratch mm-hmm. which would upset me endlessly having to change my fashion vibe for the day <laughs> so yeah so and I was extremely quiet as a child as well okay. I was a really really quiet child and I suppose quite a nervous child so art gave me that space where I could be really safe and I could be really happy and it was a, a massive bonding for myself and my siblings as well mm. so that would have been kind of yeah my background from it so I think art was always going to be in the future for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it was just something that I'd had from my, my first memories would have been making and things like that. Mm, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Like, I would have never have thought a load of those things. I didn't know loads of that. But <laughs> yeah. I knew you who do it. Where did I get yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. it would have been like. You never, I would never think you weren't academic per se in mm. a school sense mm-hmm. because oh, you're yeah, how you are all. now and yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, how much of an icon you are now, you know? <laughs> Stop uh, that fashion parade. icon, Britney icon, yeah, yeah. But I think it, it is, it's funny, isn't it, how people do change mm-hmm. and they, like, that that child is still there, it's mm-hmm. still in me, so, mm-hmm. you know, I hear her all the time mm-hmm. and it is that kind of, um, and I, like, again, like, uh, I wouldn't ever, like, shut that down as well because there are times where I might be, shy or quiet rarely anymore but there are I don't like big crowds of people Mm. which is strange for somebody who has to work with big crowds of people I love observing people and Mm. taking people in and understanding them before I get into a big engagement with them so that's kind of that is a part of my personality that definitely came through but I've also learned how to kind of uh uh, project something else you know take something else on and that was through experience of coming through obviously um well, education in a sense, but uh, like definitely third level showed me who I actually really was. Mm-hmm. And when I finished secondary school, I knew that I wanted to do something in art, but I didn't 
know how to because I wasn't academic I hadn't done well in school I really had rejected the the the, the system of schooling mm-hmm. so uh, I spent a couple of years after school um, working in a music store which was really mm-hmm. great cool. really fed my soul as well because I love music mm-hmm. so that really actually was a massively defining period for me because it got me out of myself mm-hmm. it made me sociable it made me streetwise mm-hmm. as well you know because you're, you're dealing with people all the time mm-hmm. and during that time I decided to go back and do a PLC which was amazing because it's where I met some of my best friends mm. and then we came on to third level education and here into LSAD and that was amazing amazing mm. for me you know I really found my tribe mm. so and before that you know it, it, people came and went but actually that was my tribe and it's where I felt the most comfortable mm. so yeah so I really I, I evolved yeah. you guys <laughs> I know, I yeah. 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 I so yeah I guess because you were saying that um as, as a quiet child, Eret was the safe space that now that you're in the world of Eret, it's kind of the safe space is there for you. That's a really nice way yeah. to describe it, actually. It's everywhere. Sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And when you feel safe, you, you, do, you, you, you become more yourself and you, you can let facets of yourself out and you're not afraid of retribution or rejection from mm-hmm. it. You know, you can be fully yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. yeah, and when people come from a certain past as well of how your childhood was yeah. and growing up, I think that um, like shapes how you treat other people too. Then, like For a sure. lot of people, you know, when they go through certain things in childhood and even just being creative, you feel different or whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like you, you know, like I just can see it through how you treat people now, mm-hmm. just knowing that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. your students and stuff. Not yeah. to go on to compliment no, more. No, yeah. <laughs> I try not to, um, but... This is like, you know, love society. Do you, know I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I feel like you can connect with people better then and come at them at a... Definitely. Understanding safe space for them. Yeah. You provide mm-hmm. that for people. And I think, I think yeah. that's really important as well. If you're teaching or you're an educator, um, I learned to be observant from a very young age, not mm-hmm. just through like making art which made me incredibly observant but it was watching people and being a people watcher Mm -hmm. and you can kind of tell in the room where someone is going to pull back or be a little bit nervous so you can tell the people who are confident and who are comfortable in that so it's great to be able to gauge that because you know how to approach different people Mm -hmm. very quickly Mm -hmm. so and I think that that's an important thing to be able to do when you work with any group of people you know whether it's young people or older people or whatever it's nice to be able to spot that and support people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and bring out their strengths and especially in an art space where I always say you can't talk about art without talking about your personal life because it's all coming from something that um being able to form connections is integral to the teaching process I think um big time and it's 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 really like, you know, we see students coming in and it is, it's so hard to, to, to you know, produce work and uh, feel yourself coming out in the work and you feel vulnerable and you feel exposed. And it is, uh, our work is our own fingerprint. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, no matter what way you try to change yourself, your work is always going to come out exactly mm-hmm. as it was supposed to mm-hmm. for you and your style and, you know, your voice. So that can be, that's a, that's a big learning curve. But it's wonderful, isn't it, when it mm-hmm. happens? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And printmaking. Mm-hmm. Where did that? 
yeah so in secondary school I would have done art and printmaking was pretty horrendous mm. <laughs> it was yes, yes. lucky <laughs> and awkward and oh my goodness it, it like we all experienced that yeah, one. <laughs> it was so true to printmaking so I, no. I, I never would have thought printmaking no. mm-hmm. but I would have done certain things at home that would have probably lent themselves to printmaking so I would have done a lot of like glass engraving or you know um the the copper plate etchings without ever actually taking it to print and Mm. so um there would have been elements of it but that I wouldn't have recognized Mm -hmm. it was in uh, my PLC that I would have discovered printmaking on a different level Mm. um and that it really interested me and I remember my first line of cutting the PLC we looked at repeat pattern and that fascinated me I was just like well from one plate I can repeat Mm. the pattern Mm. but in a really intricate way so I got really into that Mm. so when I came to um, LSAD I thought yeah printmaking fine art is for me but I tried everything in first year as you do had a ball um, but it, it, it always came back to printmaking yeah. a fascination with it a mm-hmm. fascination with the idea of multiples mm-hmm. the idea of the, the machine the mechanical hand I just thought it was wonderful mind-blowing mm-hmm. and I love the big workshop mm-hmm. I love the sense of community as well around it mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so it was it wasn't something that I discovered when I got here it was mm. pre and that I was tracking towards but I had an open mind I thought you know I might go other places with it I looked at fashion but I was like wow they work so hard <laughs> <laughs> I'd push for time out the studio chatting <laughs> you know making work yeah. playing with acid mm-hmm. and in those days as well uh in those days <laughs> in the olden days when I was in college like there wasn't the health and safety now so you literally would be able to put your hand into the acid bath to get your <laughs> out. a friend in the good old days oh my God, like, one of my best friends today stephanie riley amazing amazing woman mm-hmm. and uh when we were in college she lost her plate in the resin box so she popped her plate into the resin box and turned the handle while it was in so it popped down to the bottom into oh, the resin okay. she went hands and face <laughs> first in to get out she came out like she just had a massive cocaine party she had like snow all over her face we were like and then it was like i'm pretty sure that isn't good for your lungs we discovered years later it's really dangerous dangerous. yeah so but we would have had good fun Mm -hmm. in those again like working late at night the studio really came alive at night when we were in college it was Mm -hmm. great during the day with our tutors but Mm -hmm. at night it was just electric yeah. so we like would come in rollerblading around <laughs> the studio like literally rollerblading around the studio how many rollerblading so <laughs> I know there was three of us three, yeah, okay, three of us okay. three of us and uh, yeah we'd come in we'd rollerblade up and down the corridor we'd rollerblade around the presses we literally I don't know <laughs> how we're still in one piece so today Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So it was. It was wild. <laughs> Sounds good. Wild. Hopefully, you'll influence some people to rollerblade around. College yeah. No, I'd probably get fired. <laughs> no. No. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. We had. Uh, yeah. We had some good times there. But I see it now, and I see how uh, things change over time because I have that like uh, ability to look back now over expansive time, mm-hmm. and I can see how things come back again I feel like some of those little bit of renegade little bit uh outlaw kind of behavior mm-hmm. is coming back and mm-hmm. I think that's so important mm-hmm. for artists as well so um uh, much more able to people are much more able to start up on their own and do things like I've seen you do that mm-hmm. you know do your own like publications or create like societies or you know mm-hmm. really or do this you know mm-hmm. and it's really it 
it's interesting it's coming back in a cycle i see it happening again where you know there's there's less fucks given mm-hmm. and yeah. more taking things mm-hmm. into your own hands and doing it yourselves mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so that's which is scary but also yeah great and freeing yes yeah, yeah absolutely because yeah. it, it becomes limitless then what you do mm-hmm. because 100 percent it's scary but yeah. when you experience it, the scariness then is like, mm-hmm. I know what, I know what scary feels like. Mm-hmm. So the fear becomes less and less and the opportunities become bigger and wider yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you've seen print like as a practice change or become maybe more or less like social or like the community around it? Have you seen like a change since you started college to how you see things now? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think a big factor in printmaking changing for the better is um, social media. Mm. I think uh, things like uh, Facebook and then Instagram and TikTok mm. has really exposed print on a wider level. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I came into printmaking, it was it was very much community driven. You know, you really felt that straight away, and I think it always has been. But I think the community has expanded even more it's become much more um realistic to uh, connect with people in different countries from where you are you know so Mm -hmm. you can kind of build those networks and contacts and some really interesting things around podcasting as well Mm -hmm. so um uh we have um hello print friend Friend, which Mm -hmm. used to be pine copper lime hello print friend now um and publications as well like pressing matters and that they they Mm -hmm. really have kind of opened it up much more Mm -hmm. And you see people now going, oh, I know where to find them on social media, so I'll contact them through that. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's become um, a, a wider community outside of your own communities. But Limer Printmakers is uh, 23, 24 years old now. So mm-hmm. from when I first went there, you know, that's I would have started there in 2000 when I left college. I would have gone to the number of printmakers. So I'm 23 years with them now. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that community change enormously mm-hmm. as well. my age. I was born yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been my baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So yeah, you're yeah, print yeah, yeah, you kind of are. You're my print babies. You're my print babies. Yeah. And it is that thing of when I started, it would have been quite a small community mm-hmm. because uh, the, the print course would have been around a little bit of time, but we didn't have a community in Limerick for it. So when that started, we had somewhere to go. So we've just built on that every year. Mm-hmm. So that has changed enormously as well. And it's it's really vibrant mm-hmm. and it's really interesting and diverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I went to um, Edinburgh last year and saw the printmakers there. And I remember looking in and my brother was with me, with me and he's very into, he collects prints and he's very into art, but he he used to do it doesn't really do it anymore and doesn't really know printmaking but mm. knows prints um so he came upstairs to see it with me and it was closed that day so we had to like look in the window and i was like it's very clean in there <laughs> and i was like it's incredible mm-hmm. but i was like limerick printmakers has this like grunginess to it that yeah. feels more accessible maybe to come into that you don't feel like anything you touch or like any dirty fingerprint is going to get yeah. you down <laughs> the place. I guess it could have also just been really clean because they knew people were coming. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I always think of Limerick, like we said in the first episode, it's like this underground art movement that once you tap into, you can't escape. And yeah. It's like, and it is like 
grungy and maybe dingy, but in like a way that's... Mm. It's shaped by Limerick a bit. It is. I think that's a really good, actually, way of kind of um, expressing it because it was born in Limerick, it grew up in Limerick, it does have that kind of quality to it that Limerick is an underdog city Mm. and you kind of have to fight for everything in this city and it makes you you tough and it makes you, like, you know, gives you thick skin, it makes you resilient. I love Limerick. I think Mm. it's a great city. And I think, uh, yeah, the, the Limerick Printmakers does reflect that. It's been through some really tough times, been yeah. through the really make or break times, mm. but it's made it and got through it and it keeps getting stronger, mm. but it retains its integrity. It, it's not trying to be something it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it mm-hmm. doesn't want to be polished. Yeah. It wants to be, again, that kind of, it wants to work outside the margins. It wants to be peripheral. It wants to encourage people, isn't it? Like exactly. It's very, like how it's like reflected in us and yeah, a lot of artistic people. I feel like can relate to Limerick yeah. once you actually get used to Limerick and you like it. You oh know? yeah, yeah. 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 It took me a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can take a while. Mm-hmm. A while when they come to the college. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's it. There is this kind of. Um, underbelly to Limerick that takes a while to 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 get into and discover and you know Mm -hmm. uh, start to enjoy and actually praise but Mm -hmm. I think once you do once you've spent a bit of time in Limerick it never it never really leaves you Mm -hmm. for good or for bad there is an imprint yeah yeah. imprint love it yeah yeah Let's see how many print puns we can do today. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> many, there are many. Yeah, there's so many. <laughs> and then back to your own practice, do you feel like how did your work look when you started college in comparison to mm. now? Did it change so an awful lot? Yeah. Or, yeah. I think, again, like that fingerprint, uh, something is always mm. the same or something you always take through with you. So, mm-hmm. um, monoprinting and lithography would have been incredibly. Um, like uh, monumental to me when I was in college and they would have been formations of everything that happens today Um, even though it was funny uh, it would have been lino cut that kind of intrigued me in my PLC with printmaking kind of pushed Mm -hmm. me that way I definitely would not be into uh, relief so much I'm definitely planographic Mm -hmm. I love flat surface to flat surface Mm -hmm. I love that transfer. So from that lithography, monoprinting, I didn't touch screen printing when I was in college. I just specialized mm-hmm. solely in lithography. Um, as I got like, you know, I tried everything in second year, but as I got like to third year, it was really lithography and monoprinting for me. Mm-hmm. So that, that's where I would have gone. And it's staying that way. I haven't really mm-hmm. gone too far from planographic processes. Mm-hmm. And I, I notice when I get excited about a process, I'm like, well, oh yeah, it's planographic. <laughs> it's flat surface <laughs> okay. to flat surface. That's why I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. So that definitely, that has stayed with me. Um, and I, I do love trying other processes, but I always mm-hmm. keep coming back to those. Mm-hmm. Then do you find conceptually as conceptually, well? Conceptually, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely evolved mm-hmm. since I was in college. I think um, from my work in college would have been uh, looking very much, the body has stayed. Mm-hmm. The body has never uh, changed. Yeah. It's yes. always come in one way or the other, mm-hmm. but the context of the body has definitely changed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's become way more symbolic than it was. I think I was looking at it very much, and we did a lot of life drawing when we were in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would have looked at very much the body as the body. You know, it, it didn't get much deeper than that. And I yeah. enjoyed drawing the body, and I enjoyed looking at it in the different forms through printmaking. But as I left college and went on to to work in 
different studios, I started to, to look more at the body as symbolism and started to, you know, analyze it against different things that were happening. So that's where I kind of would have, that would have been a big leap for me. Mm. And it took a while as well. I knew it was kind of happening and I wasn't sure what was happening to me, kind of like going through puberty. <laughs> What's happening? I'm getting these thoughts. I don't yeah, know what yeah. it means. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was actually working in a studio of professional artists and having those conversations and really drilling down about what your work is about or what other people's work is about. And then it was when I went on my first residency and meeting all these international artists. And you're almost kind of like, I don't know, I was almost apologetic mm. for being a printmaker. And, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, in Ireland, this is how we do things. And you get a lot of the, the, the Scandinavian artists who are just like, yeah. we are as important as doctors. Yes, yes. Sorry for my bad accent yeah, we're, there. We're like, sorry for, <laughs> sorry for existing. Oh, sorry for... Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, just yeah. Like, totally and they were like this is serious work we do you know and mm-hmm. it was serious conversations mm-hmm. and suddenly I came back just going you know wow we mm-hmm. we, we do we, we put ourselves down an awful lot in what we do mm-hmm. or we simplify it to other people and that's that's not okay you know what we do is important work and you know mm-hmm. we have to we have to be able to talk about it really well yeah. to, for other people to understand that and not just go it's a nice few drawn all day <laughs> like no that's not what i do no. yeah, yeah so yeah so that's our painting all day yeah painting all day mm-hmm. that's i get that a lot mm-hmm. in oh, your yes, painting yes. studio yeah, yeah. No, like i saw my cousin in scotland recently and i was like he meant he accidentally called it painting for a second when i said right you're not my cousin anymore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i said don't you you're not my cousin yeah. <laughs> he, like he laughed and was like sorry for me like, yeah, don't you say that again Never. <laughs> correction Never. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. blacklisted you in the family. Yeah. No, love him. <laughs> <laughs> Never make that mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people just say painting when you say Irish and you go, no. Oh, my yeah, dad always yeah. talks yeah. about when I, sell, when I sell some big painting someday and then I can afford all these things. And I'm like, I don't paint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever sell a painting. Yeah. The thing is, I don't actually paint. You can paint. I don't even yeah. paint. So yeah. I'm like, don't even. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm not a painter. Yeah, I'm no. a printmaker. I'm a layer person. Yeah. yeah. But you always a drawer then or no yes drawing huge amount of drawing love drawing very crafty as well as child really loved craft so that's why I think the idea of a process Mm -hmm. appealed to me so much Mm -hmm. and uh, I loved the idea of getting my hands on machinery and understanding that and I think printmaking the magic is when you know you 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 release the print from the press and you suddenly see Mm -hmm. the print goes dark and you can't see what's happening it goes into the blackness mm-hmm. and you're there you're going what's going to come and then when it comes out the other side it is something completely different mm-hmm. and that is mm-hmm. just it's magic to me mm-hmm. and it's magic to me as an artist but it's magic to me as a teacher mm-hmm. because I see my students faces you know mm-hmm. every time you have that print come out and it's just mm-hmm. what and it's a powerful feeling as yeah. well because you're just oh, it's transformative mm-hmm. so that's what I think is um really incredible about it mm-hmm. yeah that moment that's where the drug it's the drug it's the adrenaline it's that the high everyone gathers around because you know because yeah. <gasps> yeah yeah that's exactly the noise and you lift back yeah. the blanket yeah yeah it must be so lovely watching people fall in love with something that you fell in love with already you know what i mean oh my god it's like yeah. playing yeah. some of the tv show that you really like yeah. and you're watching them watch yeah. it yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, when you introduce something as well, because you know a lot of the times when you meet people for the first time in a printmaking workshop that they've either had a shitty experience of it in school mm-hmm, yeah. or they have no idea. Mm-hmm. So the ones that have no idea, you're like, what? Shall I show you this? Yeah. This is going to be fun. Uh-huh. And the ones who've had a bad experience, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this around. I'm going to change this mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is. It's great as an educator. And even if they don't go on to do printmaking, because mm-hmm. I work in first year. So even if they don't go on to do printmaking, it's that it'll sit somewhere in their head for mm-hmm. another time to be released and for them to be able to use it another time. So it's my secret weapon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm placing yeah. it in the, their subconscious. Do you feel like some sort of ownership over like, I showed them. I showed them how to do it. Definitely <laughs> that was not. me. Do you know what I get a lot of? Pride, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, pride yeah. over it. And I think what is amazing is when you give someone something in the raw state and what they do with it and how they take ownership over it, mm. you're like, what? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. So there's so much learning that happens. And I know from having both of you in the workshop and you've done things that I've gone, oh, wow, that's <laughs> amazing. Oh, wow. Or mm. how did you do that? Or show me. Yeah. So it's that uh, the, 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 the teacher becomes a student pretty quickly mm-hmm. with the person they're working with and then it becomes this lovely uh, equal status of collaboration so I think that happens more in education than we like to um, kind of shine a light on mm-hmm. that a lot of the time in the workshop we're collaborators you but know it's so important like it's, it's so important. I remember you have a, you printed on the risograph Karita Kent's rules and one <laughs> of them being you know learn everything take everything you can out of your teachers yes. out of your peers yeah. And everyone that you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You can learn from everyone. Everyone, yeah. everything. Yeah. And look, you're doing it. You're, you're doing this, you know, you're mm-hmm. learning, you're yeah. taking from it, you're being curious, mm-hmm. which is so important. But yeah, my, my favorite place is definitely in a space where you're making with somebody, mm-hmm. you're not teaching down you're mm-hmm. you're 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 having that kind of common conversation and you're getting excited by it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. I'm very lucky in what I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so gifted yeah, in what you do. Thank God, thank God you do it. Like we would, I wouldn't be who I am without you, Fiona. Like and like same with, as same with art. Like same with, yeah. No, no more saying anything. Now you But like, isn't it amazing how you've all met each other? And, yeah. you know, you've all encouraged each other and you've been this amazing support system. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what's really cool as well about it. And I'm just delighted to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I get mm-hmm. to be a part of it, which is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. So when when you are years down the road and we'll do another <laughs> podcast, and you'll be able to tell me <laughs> all of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think an awful lot about the college is just a lovely... Like, I feel like the people I'm closest with even tutors or students are the ones that it's a, a back and forth rather than a this is how to do it or a, yeah big time yeah that it's more a conversation than a lecture yeah yes. it's a nice game of tennis mm. yeah back and forth yes. back and forth mm-hmm. yeah and I think a lot about the when you're given a critique and you don't take it it's almost more admired or encouraged than when you do take someone's critique yes it's like you stuck to your guns yes and And actually that's really interesting uh when i was in secondary this amazing lecturer colleen murray Mm -hmm. uh who's retired now and uh he he was just amazing 
and uh, he's working away down in West Cork in his studio. Mm. Um, so I'm still in contact with him to this day. Great mm. friend. After you know he retired, still kept in contact with him, meet up with him. Mm-hmm. But I remember he uh, gave, had a tutorial with me, and he was kind of uh, trying to steer me in a different direction. And I stuck to my guns on it and I got on great with him, but I really felt in my soul that I was being like steered kind of not mm. in the way I wanted to go. So I stuck with my guns and it worked out for me. Mm. And he was like, that's the best lesson you'll learn. If you know, you know, mm. if you can take on advice and you can kind of work with that advice and maybe take elements of it. Mm. But if you know in your gut, there's something there that you want to pursue, you want to push out and you know, cause he was like, I can't see that, yeah. but you know, but you mightn't be able to articulate it very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can relate. I'm a visual person. Yeah. So uh, then sticking, and he was just like, there, there you go. That's a big lesson, you know? So I took that with me as well, like a, a, a big streak of stubbornness, yes. but also being able to know when something is right and good and go with it or something. Thank you. But no, thank you. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that for you. Yeah, I remember sure. there was some someone had some someone had said about um you know don't be defensive you know not to me directly but in general there was a thing yeah. going around of like don't be defensive you know if people say things but that's I like that point that you made there because it's true like we who knows better than us really and For sure. that's not to be like uh, I know it all but also but there's yeah. certain things yeah. you're gonna have to pursue and decide yourself mm-hmm. because you know mm-hmm. intrinsically and like I always say to students you're the expert on your own work. You really are. Nobody really can see the background yeah. of what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's very much, you know, we, we get to see the output a lot of the time. We get to see, like, some of the production, mm-hmm. and we get to see some of the concept. But actually, it's you're constantly going round around your head with this. So you're on a, a really deep level problem-solving your project. Mm-hmm. So you have to be given that time to explore get lost in it mm-hmm. and come back again from it so you know there, there, there's really important things happening that you can't be fenced down too hard with you know so mm-hmm. it's always like loads of suggestions but you take what you need from you the suggestions open, yeah exactly yeah. and I think as long as you're working and you know you, you, the two of you are incredible with your work ethic it is amazing and that is so important isn't it because you are just driving things on constantly and that allows you to make work that you're not happy with Mm. you know if you're constantly making you might make something you know the small five percent of your work that you're really happy with but the rest of it is all work in progress it's play it's experimentation and it allows things to go wrong and things going wrong for me, are more important than the things that go right mm-hmm. because that's the real learning happens. How do I come back from this or where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. And then on that level, that problem solving, that changes everything. It just makes you stronger each time. So mm-hmm. for sure, I think, you know, mm-hmm. it is like be strong in yourself, mm-hmm. take on advice, mm-hmm. but take the advice that you feel is pertinent to what you want mm-hmm. and ask lots of people. Sometimes it could be confusing getting lots of advice, mm-hmm. but the good stuff comes to the top yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah Yeah, I feel like advice is often just a, someone giving their perspective that sometimes it's just unpicking them as a viewer and why they came at it with this angle and considering that that is an angle people will look at it and maybe mm. feed into that or shy away from that or um 
that it's it's nice to have a moment to widen your perspective on how mm-hmm. someone would view the work that then you can big time adapt. Yeah. <clears throat> you can be so zoned in. Oh my god, and you're stuck in the trees. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I think talking about your work is so important because saying it out loud, you know, the way sometimes your thoughts are going around around your head and you're just like, oh god, you almost think yourself out of an idea Mm -hmm. because you overthink it and then you go, God, I can't even go now to the studio, I can't go to the workshop because it's a stupid idea taught myself out of it. Mm -hmm. But then actually when you go and chat to somebody and talk it out loud, suddenly it becomes out of your head yeah. out of your head and it's reality mm-hmm. and it's almost like a little bit of a okay I better go do this yeah. now you like know even I out. have major doubts a lot of the times or like oh big imposter syndrome sometimes mm-hmm. and Queen like one of my great great friends she like even recently I was like oh getting back to it again I'm like it's ugh I'm like I have I feel very like an imposter. I feel like a fraud. Yeah, yeah. Um, natural. And she was no like, feelings. she was like, you just know you're so so good. She was like, yeah. you're gonna be fine. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, it's yeah, be yeah, okay. Yeah. And I feel like friends around you saying things, helping yeah. you, yes. is great mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That system, that like network, that yeah. community, mm-hmm. that's gonna be what really pulls you forward when you mm-hmm. start to doubt yourself because they know who you are. They and they know yeah. you can do this. They remind you of yourself. For sure, yeah. yeah. And they've yeah. seen you do it before. Yeah. So funny how quickly we forget we can do things, yeah. isn't mm-hmm. it? So, yeah. yeah. Who says you can't do it again, you know? That, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Even yesterday, I I found I'm very uncomfortable with screen. It's like, it feels very performative in the workshop yeah. because <laughs> everyone is watching. Yeah. And because I'm small, I have to stand on the podium yeah. thing. And yeah. Everyone's looking at me. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to push through that and do something in screen so I know if it it's there when I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came into the studio to Shania and was like, can you just like hold my hand while I do screen someday soon? Because I just need someone yeah. to be like, yeah, you're doing it right. I say it a lot to the tutors. I'm like, can you just watch me do it so you can stop me if it's wrong? Yeah. But don't tell me how because I think I know, but I just need... I just need you there. It's like um, learning to drive mm. and someone else has the brakes as well, just yeah. in case. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah. But that, yeah, that's a good a way to do it. in my year as well. Like, yeah. Different people. Were, there was times when we would be like, right, we've been on a break in the summer or whatever. Yeah. And like, we're coming back now. You're going to be with me. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you. It's like a print is so nice because you kind of have this shared... Oh, big um, time, yeah. You give back and yeah. then yeah. you take as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or we, we would have the print buddy system. Yeah. So you'd never be alone at a press. There's yeah. always someone there to be your clean hands yes. or to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just pull back the blankets or whatever. So the print buddy system was great because then you have another set of eyes going, yeah. Are you sure yeah. that plate's supposed to go up against that blanket? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you a question as well um, about like when you left college? Mm-hmm. Did you? How did you find that entering into the art world after? Yeah, kind of leaving college only because it's such a recent thing for me. So I'm yeah. very interested if you want to share. Not at yeah. all. So um, when I finished college, I I was very much I'm going to be an artist. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to join a studio. And the Limerick Printmakers was a new enough studio, but I knew that I'd, I'd be joining it. Um, I also had my job in the record store, so I was like, I can do that and I can uh, be in the, the, the workshop. I had had a really successful degree show. Um, and at the time when I was doing my degree, there was money 
many, 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 a lot of building happening in Limerick. So there was a lot of offices looking for mm, artwork and things like that. So I managed to start off on a really strong footing and give me a little bit of confidence. Um, I got the bursary for the Limerick printmakers. Um, but at the time, you didn't even have to apply for it because it was like the second year of it. Mm. So they were just looking for someone who they knew would kind of be in the city and will be active. So mm. I got that, but I, I thought it was just like, fantastic I wasn't expecting it mm-hmm. but my best friend Stephanie who I was talking about uh, she was staying with there was a few of us that were going to stay in the city and we were going to make our we we're going to be artists mm-hmm. so she had stayed as well so I was like do you want half my bursary <laughs> <laughs> did you see what I have my bursary and she was like okay <laughs> from it is you get the workshop and then you get a show at the end of the year because we had an amazing um gallery Mm. so we we had a a show at the end of the year which was epic oh my god Mm. huge party dj everything so that was so much fun but it it gave me a huge amount of confidence i saw the studio as being again an extension of home i really missed lsad Mm. you know there was it's just such good memories but I transitioned nicely into the studio atmosphere. I really embraced it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I really tried to make as much use of the studio. I tried to get in as soon as I could after leaving here so there wouldn't be a big gap in time mm-hmm. and I wouldn't feel a bit weird about going back in. Um, again, some really great artists in the studio who would be in there all the time. So, you know, getting to chat to them. Uh, getting involved in projects really quickly as well. Mm-hmm. So whether it was like an exhibition upcoming or, um, uh, you know, an, a series of artist talks, you know, always trying to be involved in things that were happening. And that was way out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was like, woo, yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, we, yeah. we really didn't do a lot of that when we were in college. So it was um, like definitely fueled by curiosity, just going, just say yes to everything, get mm-hmm. involved. So that's kind of where it started. And after, I think, maybe a year and a half in the workshop, I was offered some teaching hours. So say yes to it. In the do it. In the Limerick Makers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it was adult classes. I was like, what the hell? But it was, it was interesting. It, it kind of got me way out of my comfort zone. And within a few years then, I was, you know, teaching in lots of different places with lots of different types of people while still making my own work, mm-hmm. you know, holding down part-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Life was continuing. It was full. It was busy. Still is. But mm-hmm. it, it was always exciting to me but I always felt nervous like as in oh this is the next thing coming at me mm-hmm. yeah. but it kind of it was like okay just keep going with it like you're in a, a washing machine mm-hmm. <laughs> you're kind of like not sure what's happening but then you kind of woo, spring out and you're like okay I did all yeah, that yeah, okay yeah. I'm feeling good and that gave me the confidence to kind of springboard off that to go out and do residencies mm-hmm. go to other countries with it and things like that so yeah I definitely kind of jumped in the deep end and just see what comes of it you know that mm. kind of way so yeah cool. yeah. yeah 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 and that's what I'd say even if you're out a year mm-hmm. and you haven't made art or you haven't been in the studio don't be afraid to go back into it mm. you have the skills there definitely if you can when you leave college just get straight into it mm-hmm. you know just whatever if there's a studio you can join a workshop if there's a group, an artist group that you kind of create, mm. create your own collective, 
do things like that just to feel if that's what you want to do mm-hmm. that you're you're not drifting or drifting too far that you're afraid to come back so if if you know that's your future that i want to be an artist i want or i want to work in the the cultural sector or the cultural industries it's called now then track for it do it you know there, there's mm-hmm. loads of opportunities out there mm-hmm. and there's us older artists that are more than happy <laughs> to help you yeah and also if people are out of it for a while it's like it's never too late like you're very like some never. people are i mean some people aren't young when they come out of college either like and mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. that's good to, you know it doesn't matter what yeah, age you are yeah, i think yeah. you can always oh for sure um, well yeah, uh, like an interesting example is i left college and i went straight into it jumped in the deep end yeah. wasn't afraid then uh, I have a sister, Rowena Quill, who's also a printmaker, and she's 12 years younger than me. But when she left um, uh, art college, she took a few years out. Mm-hmm. So she, she totally was like, I don't know if it's for me. I don't know. She would have had a different experience as well going through um, LSAD. So she wasn't quite sure. And it took her maybe four years, five years, when she suddenly went, no, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? And then she came back to the studio. Yeah really tentatively mm. what am i doing uh, took off you know so it is totally possible yeah to take a big chunk of time and come back a little chunk of time or no mm. time you know it's if it's what you want if you yeah. love them let them go <laughs> and if they come back that means nobody else wanted them <laughs> Great to hear, though, your, yeah. uh, your experience, because it's like, I wouldn't have known any of this before, really. And also, I'm just, I'm very nosy, but like, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't feel like Lucy has an, an ability to kind of somehow bridge a gap between, I don't know, like, uh, not bridge a gap, but like, say, with, has a special ability with tuners. <laughs> like, it's just cuckoo. Like, you know, like, um, um, She's but, a tutor whisperer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yes. Well, That's a good way to put it. In first yeah. year, for me... I don't know. I was just like, these are cool people. Yeah, just say you are. I want to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's it's yeah. a confidence for yeah. sure that mm. you you mm. you do you 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 approach people and you're just like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think because I wasn't straight out of school, I did two years in a PLC. Mm. I had the, I think a few people had that fear of like it was like a teacher student like a secondary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I was like, no, these are these are my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show me how to make art. <laughs> That's a nice way to put yeah. it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. And I, I, because my work is so personal and emotional, mm-hmm. like I couldn't, I str- would have struggled to have made the work without being able to share mm-hmm. with people. And because I have tutors who hold space for me to feel the big feelings that come up when I make the work. Like, that's all I need. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That I can yeah. be in the studio having a melt and go down the hall and be like, can yeah. someone here to talk to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have a great ability to share because, like, I mean, I'd be like, I'm a burden, I'm burdening them all, like, you know? Um, but, yeah, it's really good. You you think you're a burden, is it? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I think I'm just going like, you know? Yeah. No, oh my God, yeah. not at all. And again, you you were one of those kind of uh, the, one of the students who you know you'd see, you know that kind of way when you know there's students in and they're working and they're around. You know, it's just it's a lovely feeling knowing that you know you you see you guys and you're just like. 
things are so transitional here for us. Mm. You know, the building is the only thing that's static. Yeah. But sometimes it's lovely to have the students who are anchors, you know, mm. on these courses and that, you know, you're just like, oh, it's just nice to even just say hi to you because it's yeah. that kind of high giggle. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The stupid noises we make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. just lovely. And mm. like you, you would have gone through a really tough time in college because we had all yeah. covid stuff mm-hmm. happening. And uh, like... Some of the lectures are the most prominent in my head of when we'd be online. And like I did one lecture one day and I think back of it now when you were in second year. Wow. And I gave you the, the task to look around the world, all the different print studios and pick one you'd like to go to. Oh. Because you obviously can't go anywhere. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? And then just close your eyes and imagine. Oh, <laughs> Just lovely. Oh, that's a lovely one. Yeah, great. Well done you for finding somewhere you can't go to. So many places we could go. Maybe. maybe. I'm a bad educator. <laughs> no. I'm sick. I'm sick. But it kind no. of gave that massive bond with you guys. Yeah. You know, I had a yeah. massive bond with you because it was like I Tough was times. struggling. Yeah. You were struggling. Yeah. And we were just like on the ends of these computers going, what the hell is happening? Yeah, yeah. trauma so, bonding. <laughs> trauma bonding, exactly. I maybe traumatized you <laughs> to bond with me. No, you didn't. We were, the world traumatized us, not you. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know. Okay, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, you didn't. No, you, sa- you, helped, you yeah. saved us all. You saved from sinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is very <laughs> special to have those connections it is and it's the things you remember and it's what I had in college I had the lecturers who were amazing yeah and we had like such fun moments and serious moments and Mm -hmm. like you know really hard times and that's important with the good times isn't it it's Mm -hmm. like some things are awful that happen but you you all move through that experience no matter where you are whether you're the tutor or whether you're the student you move mm-hmm. through it and you're you're there for each other because you know when you come in here mm-hmm. we'll be here you mm-hmm. know we know you'll be there and if you're not there we're like well where are they yeah. <laughs> I, need to, yeah. I need to check in on these yeah. people if they're not here yeah you know so yeah a few weeks ago i stood outside the first year painting studio for like 15 minutes being like you don't want to interrupt, but I need someone to talk to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> just hovering there. Yeah. Who me? Just, just scratching the yeah. wall. Nothing's wrong. Yeah. And then eventually yeah. I swung the door open and was like, can I have you for one minute? And there was like tears in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we are similar in that we can't hide our emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. We would, yeah, there are people like, like Bob, go on. I was like, can you do something like, like, you're helping me. I don't know how to do this stuff. You can help me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's yeah. that's it. It is like going. I it's know, problem you know. solving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. can I ask you a question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But yeah, when you say that you don't like coming to people with your emotions because it feels like a burden, there was the fifteen minutes outside the painting <laughs> studio where I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> I just need to tell someone my emotions. Yeah, no, I, I definitely <laughs> have. Yeah, I've done it. You, yeah, like, you yeah. know, that's what I do love about you. It's, yeah. You're so honest. Yeah. So that's can't a help it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in a crisis, I'm in a crisis. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real. It's happening. I'm not a mask. I'm a masker. It's like everything is fine. Everything is fine. Go home. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. So, but I, I guess that's a good thing to be because if I was a teacher walking around crying at you, <laughs> yes. again, I probably would yeah, be fine. Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> no, that day that you told me you can tell when I'm lying, since then I've been like, oh no. And I've said it 
said it to other people and they're like, yeah, we yeah. can tell when you <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, the nose wrinkle and the yeah. eyes looking down sideways. I was like, you're so lying to me. And she was like, what? Like, this, is how, this is how you lie. <laughs> Since then, half the dudes, I'm like, Fiona said the other day. And they're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate to say yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You, you're very expressive. Yeah, 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 you yeah, wear yeah. it on your face. Yeah, exactly. So at this point now, I'm like, well, if they can just tell anyway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might as well talk to them about it. <laughs> you want to know my problems? I'll tell you my problems. Well, yeah, damn. do you want to see lying face or not? <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. And how are you finding your PhD? Yeah. Good now. Two <laughs> years into it. So I know, yeah. So it's, it's, it's super interesting. Yeah. Because I'm coming from the perspective of, uh, again, education. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'd always do a PhD in printmaking or Mm -hmm. something like that. But actually working in education, you see that there are so many questions that we need to to ask and things that we need to address. So I'm really enjoying the idea of um, uh, moving into new territory Mm -hmm. with knowledge and uh, exploring uh, new areas. So I'm looking at uh, students and students completely involved in the assessment mm-hmm. from day one. So it's no student left outside the door. A student should be involved in the conversation if they're being assessed or reviewed. You know, if you're the experts on your work, what are you doing standing outside the door? Mm-hmm. You know, if you, are, if you have all this knowledge in what you're trying to do, trying to work through where you're going with your work, then it should never be a case mm-hmm. of you left outside the door. And what was really interesting about it is that in an area where we're supposed to be very liberal mm-hmm. and open-minded and progressive, mm-hmm. we're actually s- some of the most Stop. backwards working areas. Mm-hmm. When you look at medicine and engineering, this is standard. Mm-hmm. And they do it so that when students leave, they're confident. Mm-hmm. So we, in what we do at the moment, how are we building that confidence by cutting you off at seminal moments? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's fascinating mm-hmm. uh, researching this, talking about this and hopefully bringing in some policies about this in time. So that's mm-hmm. my job mm-hmm. for now and a job I'm taking really seriously, but I'm really enjoying it as well. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think mm-hmm. it comes back to like that hierarchy that's almost put in place of the students feeling like they're being taught which they should be taught. Yeah, <laughs> you totally. Know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. A, you have to, you you have to give that information. The give and take. Yeah. And the, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it can be done uh, through a, a really structured system. Mm-hmm. So in first year at the moment, we have uh, the, the students always being present for any stage of the review and the assessment. So they are with us. They're giving us, um, again, they're self-assessing. So they're giving us that information. So that opens up a conversation as well mm-hmm. during the assessment period. Because you're asking them about how they see themselves and mm-hmm. what is the gap in their knowledge or where do we see the gap in their knowledge as well. So they're starting yeah. to understand what the learning outcomes mean. But you can get to a point where you're maybe in third year and you're starting to write your own learning outcomes why do they have to look at this kind of standard set of outcomes? Because you're all going to be tracking towards different ways um, of looking at your career mm-hmm. and different strengths that you have. So within that, if you're very well educated from first and second year on the system, by third and fourth year, you become truly specialized because you are saying, this is what my learning outcome should be. Mm-hmm. And I should be designing it myself mm-hmm. because I have such a good understanding of this. 
or if I don't, well then we'll just keep supporting you through that system until you're out. But we're having people that understand themselves. If you're self-assessing constantly, you really know who you are. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm kind of interested in. So it's not about like, you know, oh my God, what, what do we do as educators? Yeah. We're the structure. Yeah, You guys are the moving parts in that structure. But if we move you all in the same way, like cogs, Makes no sense. how are you coming out individual or self-knowledgeable? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. When you told, I remember when you mentioned, I don't even think you met, we just found out somehow that you had a P, you're going, starting a PhD. Was it because I was somehow. saying, you'll be able to call me doctor? <laughs> yeah, doctor <laughs> <Will>. <laughs> I can't wait for the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it ever comes. I, I already do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> You weren't you weren't telling I don't I don't remember how it came up but somehow we yeah. we knew you were doing a PhD through the grapevine yeah, through the grapevine yeah, yeah. maybe somehow like you weren't just announcing it to us yeah. all <laughs> you were riding through on my horse hello <laughs> yeah. PhD that's all I do now yeah, no 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 oh, sorry I'm busy <laughs> philosophy doctor yeah, yeah. Running, running the whole PhD PhD yeah. 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 maybe I was dropping hints just had no. like big posters of PhD no, no. yeah. over my head <laughs> Arrows pointing at me. Big print. Who me? Big cap on your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how, but somehow we knew. We're spies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like there's an underground there. Always for sure. Always find out. Get away with nothing. We found it, and I remember us um, asking when we were riser printing, and you helped us riser print, and we were kind of. Digging, like, um, yeah. what, what's it about? What's it about? And you were telling us, you were explaining yeah. it, and I was like, we were all just going, oh, we would love that. <laughs> yeah. Can that happen right now? Can we start it today? I just, it yeah. sounds so, it's gonna be great, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, and you know, uh, it's interesting because again, when I look into Europe, you can see it happening in uh, some aspects in mm-hmm. art and design education, and I think in the, the, the universities where they're they're really producing students who who are aggressively going after what they want because they understand what they want you know and i think that's important because it's a really tough career it's like Mm. such a tough career Mm. and it's you really have to Mm. forge your way through it Mm. so you don't want to start off in the back foot you want the one thing you want to be able to do when you leave here is Mm. go i know exactly who i am Mm. what i want to to get now today where i want to go with this and my concepts, everything I've, I've built, you know, I know that's from me. I've taken on advice. I've had great conversations. I've collaborated, everything. But I get me. So mm-hmm. I can go from here with it. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the, the, the really important things that um, I think every student needs in their, in their artillery. Mm-hmm. Because what, people? No. <laughs> <laughs> first year did feel like a jump into the deep end of leading yourself more so than before which was difficult and I can imagine leaving college being another mm-hmm. off the deep end not having your hand held the whole time. Yeah, I, I honestly just want the system, yeah. to, the system to be the way Fiona yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now <laughs> you know what you're working on it so it's okay yeah, yeah, yeah. PhD, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, all, so gonna, it's yeah. all gonna be okay, yeah, yeah. Dr. Quill to help you. Yeah, Dr. Quill to rescue. Yeah. What's your ailment? Self-confidence. Okay, Dr. Quill's here. I'm gonna go back to college just to see Dr. Quill. <laughs> 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 
I do house calls, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> studio calls. I'll do studio yeah, visits. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. No, geez. By the time I get my doctorate, you'll be well on your track <laughs> to your careers. You no bothers. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> You're doing it already. You're doing it already. Oh, my God. So, okay. for sure. And have you had much time for workshop and studio practice with the PhD going on? Or? Definitely everything feels like it's, uh, you know, time has become oh, something so precious. Mm-hmm. So what I try to do is um, I try to carve out some time as well for like, if I'm not making work, if I'm not doing something with my hands, I get really depressed. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I don't see that. And then someone in my family will say, have you been working recently? Have you been in the studio? Because you're like, you're great. You know, you yeah. need to get back in. So I try to do things like a residency mm-hmm. so that, you know, then I have nobody around me. Yeah. I have nothing interfering. So I have mm-hmm. solid time to focus and make. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll find ways to be creative. It sounds so, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. cliche, but I like, you know, even, you know, if it's, like cooking or something like that just to 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 experiment to do mm-hmm. something where I feel I'm getting creative mm-hmm. but that will that'll run short on me pretty quickly so it is mm-hmm. yeah having to get back to the studio so again I'll set myself targets and goals and deadlines throughout the year mm-hmm. that I'll, I'll have to hit for myself mm-hmm. and that kind of satisfies but yeah with the PhD time is crunched mm-hmm. and things are compromised yeah. but for me, it's really important. So, you know, I, I, and I get excited as well about the PhD, mm-hmm. like a nerd, you know, <laughs> I go, yeah, exactly. I, mm-hmm. I, I might read a paper or find something or suddenly figure something out in my data set that I'm like, yeah, oh my <laughs> yeah. God. And that I try to get very creative as well mm-hmm. with my data sets and how I visualize things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I think everyone's sick of my pie charts and everything <laughs> at this stage, but I try to make them like really beautiful or you know the Mm. colors are meaningful to me or something so you look at them and they're not dead Mm. they're actually there's people in these numbers and those people are very important to me so that's what I try to do I'm so proud of you like you're so great I know like you know who am I but it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's so nice you're my print baby (laughs) your opinions mean everything to me (laughs) my print babies Yeah, this is just yeah. us gushing over Fiona. For yeah, <laughs> I have to hold it back all the time. It's really hard here, guys. Like I said, love society, love society. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As it should so, be. as it should be, yeah. women building women. That is incredibly yeah. That's a big important. Thing that you're, yeah, you do. Oh, definitely, you <laughs> yeah. uplift women for, for sure. sure. You know, like I said, it's it's and tough. Everyone. It's tough. Yeah, and yeah. like you know, equality. Yeah, but it's it's so good to 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 make women feel like anything is possible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that the world is your oyster and that there is a sisterhood there always mm-hmm. to support each other mm-hmm. because it like it is that's so important so yeah mm-hmm. for sure Yay. you're like equality but men yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i do love men oh i do love men <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. and some of actually again like champions when you know you're going through all these things a lot of them would have been men for me from mm. you know yeah. job opportunities to to tutors to mentors mm-hmm. men would have really built me up and mm-hmm. I would have had that lovely balance between men and women 
So I think, you know, but I can see how hard it is for women from, again, that first-hand perspective, but looking around as well going, you know, mm. we don't all come from a place where equality reigns and it even doesn't, like, here, mm -hmm. but it's just so important to recognize that and to, to, to build up, you mm -hmm. know, that feminine energy, which mm -hmm. I love in a room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah, for even in group crits and stuff, you can see women being more maybe apologetic yeah or like oh it's just it's just something i did for yeah, sure not, no biggie mm -hmm. yeah exactly exactly so it's so easy to to again put your practice second when you have like life and things get busy and to go yeah i i, I can't put that away for a while and it's so hard to yeah. to promote it or put it first and prioritize yeah or with men sometimes yeah. It's just, this is my career. I have mm -hmm. to go for this, you know. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And there's no apology or no holds barred. It's just going for it. Mm -hmm. We need to do that more for sure. Mm -hmm. But, and I, I'm seeing it more and more now. I'm seeing some great, yeah. great, you it's know. process. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Female arts out there doing that, yeah. Mm -hmm. It is a process. Yeah. yeah. I do feel, as I said it a few times, like the, the guys in print are like, I feel like they're my little brothers or something. <laughs> Yeah. I think I'm older than all of them, maybe. Mm. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah. Anytime they do anything, I'm like, yay! <laughs> Look at them go! Uh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> Big sister. Yeah. And even like the male tutors uh, feel like yeah. my older brothers that are annoying and everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like catching you in headlocks. I'm tell Owen to stop doing that to you. I don't think it's okay that he puts you in headlocks. <laughs> I do see that little Lucy boot rising into the <laughs> into the ether sometimes. It's like Kung Fu Panda. Oh no, it's Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Or like my if I'm carrying my bottle through the hall, I like swing. <laughs> Oh, I love bringing the yeah. bottle around town. I mean, like, this is a <laughs> <laughs> And in Limerick. Don't come near me. Limerick, yeah, 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 yeah. I've mastered the face. Yeah, the yeah, oh, like. yeah. You need that face in Limerick, don't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. I was walking um, home off the bus one day, and I had gotten an air fryer at the weekend. And there was this group of men probably in their 40s or so behind me. After and I could, your air fryer. I could hear them trying. I could hear, I could hear them, like, saying stuff to me. But I had my headphones in. Mm -hmm. And the whole walk, I could hear them and it, I think they were trying to get my attention and the whole time I was like I have my air fryer in the bag and I can give it one swing <laughs> you won't know what hit you no you literally won't you would never expect an air fryer to hit you no. it's a big big water bottle okay it's air fryer oh. so handy yeah. I carry it around everywhere in the backpack yeah, 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 yeah. 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 them all in yeah. a row yeah Lucy got really bad shoulder strain. <laughs> She's been beating people up with air fryer. It's not the press. It's uh, For a long time now. whacking. <laughs> it's a new sport. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my kicks and swings in college are affectionate. <laughs> it's just her way of showing love. Yeah. I'm glad we're not doing this today in the love society. No. Yeah. No. With two black eyes. Yeah. They just love me so much. It's just love. <laughs> love her. It's okay, guys. Love her. It's <laughs> But yeah, I do feel like I have my my older brothers in the tutors and my younger brothers in the in the, the students. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. I love that. It's a We're family. family. It's a family, and we are. We've yeah. joked a lot about making yeah. a family, yeah. actually. 
I was going to ask you maybe one last question yeah. before we wrap it up. Um, so are there any artists that inspired you that you want to speak about at the mm-hmm. end? Um, or even any sort of advice you've been given from just yeah. artists in your life? Yeah. Oh, God, uh, like, or anyone? Again, I think probably I'm my biggest inspiration. Dr. No, um, I think uh, like inspired all the time mm-hmm. by artists. It's it's amazing to be surrounded by artists every day, mm-hmm. um, and to have people producing work that you don't expect or that you're 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 waiting for them to mm-hmm. to, to produce because you know there's something exciting coming. Mm-hmm. I guess um, a huge inspiration for me would be my sister Rowena. She's mm-hmm. a, an incredible artist, and I'm so inspired by her. Um, artists like Catherine Polk who I met during COVID and it was through a, a, a women's project to, you know, again, to, 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 to bring women to a point where they have this kind of, again, equal playing field, confidence. So Catherine was someone we brought in to talk. Mm-hmm. She was incredible. I spent hours talking to her after mm-hmm. the talk. And again, it was during COVID, a horrible time. And she just, again, gave great advice. Just really be true to yourself. Uh, keep making don't stop. Always find your area of interest and pursue that no matter what it is. Um, just just keep fighting for it. You're going to find you're going to have to fight a lot as a woman, again, to be an artist um, through lots of different uh, ways of looking. Norman Ackroyd, love his work. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible, incredible artist. And again, had the privilege to sit down and talk to him for a long time about what he does. Mm-hmm. And the, for Norman, it's that sense of adventure and you know go explore explore Mm. on what your level is for exploring it doesn't have to be like him going sailing to the Galapagos Islands on the the same kind of type of ship that Darwin would have done and doing Mm. his etchings all the way across the sea Mm. um definitely I'm afraid of boats so I wouldn't be able to do something (laughs) like that but it's like what 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 do you want to explore what do you want to feel what do you want to experience Mm. so those kind of, uh, I suppose, permissions to set yourself free, permissions to be successful. It's not, it's not a negative thing or, you know, it's not an embarrassing thing to say, I want to be successful in life. Mm-hmm. I want to do what I want to do. And I want to, I want to go out there and I want to make something of myself and whatever that is, you know, whether making something of yourself is I want to be in my studio at home doing what I want to do. That's making something of myself or I want to go to Venice and work in one of the most beautiful studios in the world. Which I'm so jealous over. So it's, it's, it's what you want. So that's, I think, the inspiration that I've got from artists and, you know, the, the art that I love and that I really enjoy experiencing is the art that you know has come from someone's, like, soul. You know, they really, it's something that they're, they really want to say to you. And you can say something whispering. You know, you can hear it like, you know, all yeah. around you. Or it can be like a Des McMahon. It can slap you in the face three times. <laughs> yeah. Leave yeah. you on the ground feeling yeah. like, I don't know if I liked yeah. it or hated it. Our, our previous guest, Marie, literally yeah. said very yeah. similar. Yeah. And she said that um, you can, you can, she said she likes to scream about, she didn't like say it loudly, but she yeah. said you can scream it in a whisper. And yes. we were like, that is so Marie. true. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, love it. That's yeah. lovely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's uh, kind of yeah, inspirations everywhere. Yes. Oh, 
Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, you're more than yeah. welcome. I so loved it. Delighted. That was so, so fun. Much fun. I really enjoyed that. Bye. For sure. <laughs> but in the future, we've enough.